you can look at the kidneys as the root of of the body. So so you look at it as like the tree roots. Um, so these are the the grounding aspects of the body, and the lungs can be seen as the branches or the or the leaves. Welcome back to the Prepper Young Podcast, a Chinese medicine-based podcast hosted by Chinese medicine graduates. We release episodes every week on a Thursday. If you're new here, feel free to subscribe or follow us to keep up to date with our uploads. I'm Brendan, and I'm joined by only two of our co-hosts. Co-host? Co-horse? Co-horse. Co-horse with three legs. No. Unfortunately, Charlene is not with us right now because she's stuck on a train. Uh, so we've only got three legs on our co-horse, um, unfortunately. So we got Nick. Hey, guys. What's going on? <laughs> you good? Are you good? Oh, too funny. Too funny. Uh, t- we got Timmy. Hey, how are you guys? And I am Brennan. Yeah. Damn it, that would have been a great time to insert that hospital joke after you said we only got three legs. Ah, oh, god damn it. Ah, <laughs> oh, true, true. That would have been <laughs> solid, solid. Too funny. How's your week been, guys? Yeah, week's been good. Week's been good. Um, I went to a seminar last weekend, which was pretty cool, pretty exciting. Um, that sounds important. My first one as a Chinese medicine practitioner, which is interesting. Um, it was uh, by a man named Will McLean. McLean? Oh, hope I got that right. Um, mm-hmm. That's pretty clean. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Uh, well, is there any off. difference now that you are, since you're a graduate now compared to when you were a student, that you experience differently with this talk? Um, yes and no. Like, yeah, Will McLean. Um, yes and no. I was a bit more confident in what he was talking about because um, he was analyzing a couple of formulas. So we started with um, Xiao Chai Hutang and he talked through that and then he went on to talk about some other diagnostic techniques and like broke down the formula and then he also went through Ban Xia Xiaxing Tai. Tom will be back <laughs> in a short minute. Um, yeah, and then he also went through <laughs> Ban Xia Xiaxing Tai. Which was it was really interesting to see the 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 comparisons and the contrasts between the two formulas, um, but yeah, in, in saying that, Tom, I, w- I had more confidence in what he was saying because I already knew a lot of the base stuff, and I didn't have to question my own knowledge. So yeah, but how's your week, no, been, awesome. guys? Hmm, I don't know. I haven't been doing much this week. It is only uh, was it Tuesday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, since the last yeah, time we spoke, I haven't talked to you guys in a week. Well, I mean, I haven't talked to you guys in a week. So, what I've been doing? Just working. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I've been trying. You know what I've been trying to do? Um, at the clinic that I'm at now, uh, well, which is Geo Natural Healthcare. Plug. Um, I. <laughs> I thought you were like shaking your head for a second, Tim. Yeah. So. Anyway, I had to. Just the wind. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I had to en- enter the stock. Now, I didn't realize how much of a pain it is to actually input stock into a clinic. Like, you know, do you know how we, we used to do it in the cl- student clinic where we just put in whatever we got in, in the stock and as in just like, oh, we got like three chai hus or like two gun sales or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So 
I'm the guy that makes the item code and the actual item and the barcode. So I did that for like three pages worth of items. And wow. It was, yeah, and it took a solid five hours just to be like, okay, so the input is this, the ratio is one to five, and this is the name, and this is the name in Chinese, and the pinyin is this, and I'm like, oh my God. I didn't realize how tough having herbs at your clinic is. Like, damn. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Do, you, do you have do you have herbs do you have herbs at yours? Um, week? no, not really. I I use a um another company called the Herb Booth at the moment to distribute my granular herbs. I'm not going to give them a massive plug, but that's what who I'm using <laughs> at the moment um for granules. Oh, but right. it brings up an interesting uh, topic, B, about like what it takes to start up a comp- like what it takes to start up a Chinese medicine business, and you know all the aspects that go into it from you know starting from your admin side and intaking patients and creating patient forms and all that to you know bringing in stock and counting herbs and all that stuff I th- yeah yeah i think it would be interesting you gotta to create, you bring gotta, somebody in actually if anybody i was listening. i was going to say i was going to say oh, like I, I was, interested, yeah yeah I, re- I would really like to do a whole episode about create like how to start up the clinic and things like that now experiences cuz now we're starting to to a thing nick you're on independently and i'm joining in another one so we'll just see how how it pans out you know and tim yeah. tim's doing it hey <laughs> yeah we're all yeah. on our journeys yeah all on the journeys but yeah it. i think that would well, be an interesting topic um and yeah if anybody's listening or has started up their chinese medicine business and wants to come on and give their insight on you know how they went and what they did outside of uni and how they got into it and you know the the potholes they fell along the way, that type of stuff. If you're yeah. if anybody's listening and interested, please um, you know, hit us up and yeah, give us. We'll get you on. Contact us through email, through Facebook, whatever you want to do. Anyway, but take but us on to today's topic, topic. Today's topic. So in the recent news, we've seen that there was some devastating bushfires um, happening in Australia. Uh, Praise the Lord, that's been affected, of course. Um, so we thought we'd do our topic revolving around uh, not only the bushfires, but something that unfortunately occurs uh, when it comes to bushfires, and that's asthma. You right? <laughs> We've lost your audio, B. All right. Oh, you can't. <laughs> oh, no. He was just talking yeah. about like a devastating topic too. Oh, he's back. Oh, right, right. Cool, oh, cool, cool. Back. All right. Wait, you couldn't hear me? No. Just, yeah. What did what was the last thing you said? We'll just cut out this bit. Anyway, oh well, like oh god, now I lost my I lost my spot now. Anyway, so uh, yeah, an unfortunate uh, health issue that's actually come to mind when bushfires happen is asthma. So a lot of people actually do suffer from from asthma, and one of the triggers being smoke is mostly um, is mostly a, a problem when it comes to people that obviously suffer from, uh, from asthma and get triggered by smoke. So thought we'd dedicate a whole topic uh, talking about both asthma and the recent bushfires and to kind of just sp- spread awareness and you know discuss a little bit. We haven't really done much in terms of uh, talking about asthma, which actually is pretty common nowadays um, or anything like that. Do you guys, yeah, do you guys um, suffer from any asthma or anything? No, but I just before we started to talk about our topic, I just wanted to throw a big shout out to um the the firefighters and everybody infect affected by the bushfires um you know all their hearts go out to everybody affected um and 
you know, now the bushfires are contained and there's no longer any active fires. I just wanted to draw attention to the fact that, you know, these people that were affected are still being affected and there's lots of businesses, lots of people and livestock and stuff that are still affected out there. So um, I just wanted to throw a shout out to them. Um, and if you are going to, you know, holiday within Australia, go up to these affected areas because, you know, their local businesses need our work. So, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to throw that out. Straight off the bat, shout out to the shout out to the workers too. Shout out to the firefighters, the policemen, the volunteers. Like yeah, everybody I put in a really good effort, and um, everybody yeah, that volunteered yeah. and everybody that uh, donated their money and you know stuff like that. So the yeah. thing I was like impressed about is how the whole world sort of got around to support us, especially through these bushfires, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, yeah, I thought that too. Yeah, there was like viral videos going around with um, animals, you know, suffering from the bush bushfires and the and obviously the people, the houses and everything. And it it, it was it's so funny because as a, as an Australian, for some reason, I'm just used to not getting that much attention. For some reason, I don't know. We're not really in the like the worldwide news, but then all of a sudden, bang, because of the bushfires, yeah, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, prayers out." Yeah, everybody knew well, about over, it. And, um, oh, sorry, I was just yeah. gonna say over 18 million hectares of land um, was burnt down in the fires. Um, something close to eighteen thousand, eighteen million six hundred hectare, six hundred thousand. So that's that's a you know that's a lot of land mass. Um, and there was lots of photos yeah, circulating yeah. around, like maps, and putting Australia over like Europe, and showing how many countries it followed and stuff like that. But but getting on to um, the follow-on from all these bushfires, you know, is is these lung, you know, all these lung conditions and the low air quality that followed. I mean, I live out, out in the northern suburbs, which is quite a far while away from where everything was happening. But, you know, still we had low air quality for about three or four days. Um, and you walk out and it's like you've been sitting at a campfire for all night long, you know. Um, yeah. It was, it was actually pretty crazy. I remember the, the day that, uh, I think it was probably, yeah, probably a couple of days into it or a couple of weeks into it rather. I think it was about early January or mid January. Yeah. Somewhere there. Um, when I, it was just hard to drive. It was just so hazy. Like the, the smoke had actually made it from, you know, the, where the bushfire affected areas into the suburban areas. Yeah. All the way up from and New South Wales like, down to Victoria. Um, yeah. It was thick smoke. It, was, it, it, it looked like, it looked like fog, which was mind blowing. Uh, that was just all just it was all like a fire fire smoke instead of fog you know it's crazy yeah so that obviously affects our lungs um and yeah getting back to b's question does does any of us actually suffer from asthma or anything like that um, i don't personally um i used to as a kid supposedly but not as an adult that much how about you guys do you do you do you, do you remember that um sorry sorry tim i didn't mean to cut you off there but no did you, that's all good do you, uh, if you're not a an asthmatic, did you get affected by those? Uh, you remember the dust storms from a while ago? The thunderstorm stuff. The the one that swept up a whole bunch of, uh, I guess, allergens into the air, and everyone was getting everyone that didn't know that they were asthmatic, all of a sudden was stunned to get asthmatic. Yeah, the thunderstorm like, asthma. Very acutely. Yeah. 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 Were you guys affected by that? Uh, not personally, but Lorinda was no. affected. Yeah. Um, she found out. Yeah. Yeah. So it was my parents. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, Tim, were you asthmatic? Uh, yeah, until seven. I think the age of seven, I was asthmatic from like when I was born until seven. Yeah, it's quite common. You have in to get children. like the. Yeah, super common. 
super common. Yeah. I think it was like, yeah. yeah, at least like one in five children or something like that from what I read. But yeah, it, you had to have like your Ventolin and stuff like that, like your asthma uh, inhaler. Just like you just carry it around with you. It, it's fine. I think it's people are pretty like aware of asthma and like how to sort of treat it and stuff like that. But yeah, it was yeah. rough. I think that one of the most important parts that um, is the the triggers. I think that's something that a lot of people don't actually know. Like a simple spray, for example, like at our school, uh, back in high school, we had this one case where, um, what happened? One one of us, one of the students had a um, asthma attack because someone just sprayed a whole bunch of deodorant in the um, hallway because, you know, teenagers smell. So someone like loaded that up and then some, an asthmatic walked past and then all of a sudden had a... Um, asthma attack and then so there was just a, a notice that went out to school that was like hey not allowed to use these because someone had an asthma attack so i think it's just gonna it's good to be aware of the triggers do, do you guys know much about triggers at all yourselves yeah um, um <laughs> you go no, you go go for you, it no, nah. really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's mostly just like foreign like substances and stuff like that in the air so stuff like yeah exactly like the deodorant scan uh deodorant can and like um dust mites and like dust is yeah a big most thing. of the allergens most of the things floating around in the air that you sort of don't see that just sort of clog yeah, those airways yeah um so i have a little a couple a couple stats here tim do you want to add to that sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no that's all good go for it Okay, so I have a couple stats here for asthma, and I, I was actually surprised when I was researching this. I'm like, oh, wow. So according to Asthma Australia, um, if you guys want more information, you can always check that out. Uh, we'll put it in the notes. Uh, one in nine people suffer from asthma. Um, it's mostly the high percentage of people is more to the south, to the southwest of Australia. So we're talking um, southern Australia, Victoria, New South Wales. Um it, it, this is like it was like a rough map that I saw. Um, in 2018, there was 380, uh, 389 people who had died from asthma-related issues, um, and there was 38,792 hospitalizations from asthma alone. So, looking at that, that's a bit, it's a bit crazy. Yeah, those like, are um, serious numbers yeah. um, for for yeah, a condition yeah. that is so well known and. Um, is easily managed. Um, there's a yeah, quite high numbers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure everyone knows what asthma is, but I'll just define it anyway. Um, asthma is a long-term lung condition of the airways, uh, the passage that transports air into our lungs. Um, at the moment, there is no cure, but it can be managed, and that's uh, a definition from Asthma Australia. Um, triggers can uh, can cause inflammation of the wall lining of the airways, causing a difficulty in breathing because of the decreased size of the airway sp- uh, airway space. So that's what we're talking about in terms of uh, like you know your triggers and things like that that cause that inflammation and and all that. Um, a lot of the symptoms are usually just breathlessness, wheezing, coughing, and a tight chest. Um, those are the main ones and the the usual signs that you're either having an asthma attack or you, you can see in someone else. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. That's you pretty much hit the nail on the head there um so that it's like he read it straight off a website uh, or something like you know. that well, <laughs> nah, top of the dome. he's pretty much a walking talking encyclopedia <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> um sorry keep so, going yeah so that's the western medicine side of asthma um in its in a nutshell so what can chinese medicine do um you know 
because this is quite a common thing, you know, one in nine people. Um, yeah, what can Chinese medicine give to asthmatics uh, that might not know that Chinese medicine can help or anything like that? Have you guys got any insights into? Uh, I'm I'm thinking mostly symptoms and stuff like that. So normally, uh, stuff like you know how people uh people with asthma will get asthma attacks depending on how weak or affected their lungs lungs are. So like for example, if my immune system tends to be more affected and there's more allergy uh like pathogens and stuff like that in the air, I'm I'm tend to have more asthma attacks. So what I'm thinking is like. In terms of Chinese medicine, it can help boost your lungs and help like fend off some of the pathogens. So, like if you didn't have this, you might not have um, suffered from an asthma attack or something like that. Is what I think at least. Yeah. So we're yeah talking about um, yeah boosting up that some of that wei qi, tonifying the kidneys, tonifying the lungs. Um, you know, boosting that outside protective surface. Yeah, yeah. Yes, was a degree of uh, lung specifically talking because uh, you you mentioned li- tonifying the lung. What parts of the lung do you think are important in terms of uh, treating asthma? Like, what would you target for you for you guys? What do you uh, think? Me personally, I would I would be looking at the descending and dispersing functions of the lung um, because you're having trouble like taking those deep breaths. Um, you're getting that wheezing, some of that coughing. Um, yeah, that. You know, that real difficulty in breathing. So I'm looking at the descending function of the lung. How how well does it send the chi down to the kidneys for it to grasp? Uh, a lot of it starts there. Um, and that's why you can get a lot of it as a child. Because your primordial chi is probably not as the best. Or, you know, your lungs are deficient in general just as a child. Because, you know, you have that you know constitutionally weak lung, spleen, kidney relationship. Um, so that... So the the lung function is is damaged, so it's not descending the chi, and that's why you're getting sort of that wheezing or you know that shortness of breath, and also that dispersing function. So um, that dispersing function is helpful with the wei chi, so it's dispersing the chi to the outside. Um, so these that's the main thing I'm looking at, is how well the the lung is sort of circulating the chi. Yeah, one phrase, one phrase. Sorry, Tim. No, no, no. no. I always cut you off all the time, bro. I'm so sorry. Because you're about like, the one, I'm like, so. <laughs> no, no, you, you go. No, go no, 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 no. You go, no, no, you go. No, I was just going to like add on to Nick's point where it's like, that's why you tend to see like people older in life and stuff like that. So once past the age of 50, people start to develop asthma and stuff like that because of losing that, um, losing that strength in your lungs and that. Uh, the ability to disperse and descend lung chi. Yeah, it's common. Which just all common in the yeah. the young and the old. Um, most of mm, these definitely. Yeah. Most of the the respiratory diseases and things like things like that are quite common in the you know the young and the old, the immunodepressed type people. Yeah, let's 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 reel that back a little bit for a second, um, because you mentioned uh, the old and the young. And for me, that's, that speaks to like kidney and all that. Um, hmm. Do you guys know much about the kidney and lung relation? I'm not too well rehearsed in that area, but uh, what, what do you guys think about? Uh, can you probably ex- try to explain that whole thing? Do you want to have a shot, Tom? Think? Or do you want me to keep rambling? <laughs> no, keep <laughs> rambling. 
I think you you've already said it before about the whole grass, the kidney grasping the tree and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. I was go. just going to elaborate on that again. Um, you can look at the kidneys as the root of of the body. So, so you look at it as like the tree roots. Um, so these are the the grounding aspects of the body, and the lungs can be seen as the branches or the or the leaves. Um, so together, they're quite quite useful. Um, their relationship is quite vital for chi um, and yeah, breathing and everything. So when the lungs take in that in the breath, it sends the chi down to the kidneys where the kidneys grasp, and then that creates the chi for the for the spleen to move around the body, yada yada. Um, so that relationship is yeah, that's that's sort of the my understanding of that relationship and when the lungs aren't taking in such a deep breath or it's just not getting enough it's not sending the chi down deep enough so the kidneys are failing to grasp and then on the other hand you've got that the kidneys aren't strong enough so the lung is sending all the all that chi down but the kidneys just have empty hands you know they're not the roots are very weak so they're just not grabbing onto that chi so you're getting all that like shortness of breath, um, yeah. So a, a good explanation is if you are having trouble breathing in and holding that breath, or breathing out. So if you're having trouble breathing in, it's more likely your lungs. But if you're having trouble holding that breath and then being able to breathe out nice and smoothly, it's your kidneys not being able to hold. Yeah, that's a good point. That was a good point. How like the the differences between whether you can hold a breath or actually keep like either like inhale or yeah, take a breath or like keep that breath in. That's a that's a that was actually really really well said. Uh, that's always stopped me in class. Like the the kidney and lung relations always been like like you can see every other relation, but then king, kidney and lung is always the one that stops it's me. I don't know why. It's not the most focused on relationship, um, and I think that's that's probably partly because it's more of a chi relationship and it's something that happens kind of automatic and we only really relate it with the breathing but it's quite vital for a lot of chi distribution and the creation of chi um, but you know our, our biggest ones we look at are the kidneys and the heart and the liver and the spleen they're the you know they're the the bread and butter of our chinese medicine practices does um kidney yin uh, or can you young affect the lung at all? Yes. What do you think? <laughs> yeah? <laughs> uh, I would say yin more than young. Um, have you got anything to add, Tom? Just just off the bat? You look... No, not all good. <laughs> all good. Thanks for asking. Yeah, Nick, you said it all, man. You said it all. You covered <laughs> yeah. all bases. No, I, I was just going to say more that, you know, the young, the kidney young is more of a, like the fire under the pot you know, type of aspect. And the yin is more related to fluids and things like that. So that's why you get that lung yin, kidney yin, you know, sort of problems with the dryness and the cough. Um, you know, just classic yin signs. Uh, heart, lung yeah. and kidney yin are all quite connected. Now, it's it's really good that you put in the whole, um, you know, how to diagnose your asthma because even even the current age on the western medicine perspective it actually is pretty hard to diagnose asthma by itself unless you have some sort of allergy test um and then uh, even if you do have the allergy yeah. test 
a lot of the time it comes back as, okay, well, you're allergic to just about everything on the sun and, well, not everything on the sun, everything under the sun. (laughs) (laughs) You would probably be allergic to everything on the sun too. I'd imagine you'd suffer a case of death. (laughs) Uh, A strong uh, case of death. Very severe. Yeah, just strong case. No, that's actually what I got. Yeah, they send back the report that, yeah, you're allergic to just about everything and um, there's nothing they can do about it. And that's, that's yeah. you know, normally the case. And then they come and see see us and they say, well, yeah, I took my allergy test and they told me that there's nothing they can do. And, you know, I've been on um, all sorts of um, asthma th- or hyperallergy medicines and stuff like that. And At that point, they're probably like didn't done different diets, different uh different foods and upping they tried everything at that point when they come to see us yeah that's it and Chinese medicine can give a lot I think yeah Uh, let's let's talk about um, different types of asthma because I think in western medicine there is only this symptom of your airways tightening up and like that constriction causes like shortness of breath difficulty like breathing and stuff like that we always talk about how Chinese medicine has like there's different types of symptoms and there's different like syndromes and stuff like that. What sort of syndromes and stuff like that help you distinguish? Oh, it's this sort of asthma symptoms or like this sort of syndrome. Uh, when what? Let's just refine your question a little bit. When you're talking about mm-hmm. um, this type of asthma, are we talking like lung dryness or lung heat, or are we talking about yeah. like remedial asthma? But just how 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 you'd how you would deduce that as a whole other exactly. without yeah um i think I, I think from what your question i'm thinking definitely checking out what triggers it uh mm-hmm. is is a, is a good aspect to start off to figure out what's going on like is it dry weather is it seasonal is it is it the, yeah is it the seasonal thing that that really gets you because then it, it, we're looking at let's say it's autumn for example um, relevant, relevantly speaking, last episode. What's up? Um, yeah, <laughs> depending on how this is uploaded. Anyway, um, yeah, if it's autumn, for example, you know, there's a little bit more of a drier season. You're getting a dry throat, and therefore you're getting a little bit more asthma in, induced uh, type uh, type situations. Yeah, you're probably looking for that, that like lung dryness or some of that, maybe yeah. some of the yin deficiency signs. Yeah, exactly. Or, or if you, I, I'd probably go towards the deficiency if it's probably worse in winter. Um, yeah. So that kin, like the yeah. So then your kidneys aren't supported during during that time. It, it's taking a strain on your body. It can't support your lung like as as Nick did describe before. Um, I think that's probably where I'd start off in in terms of that. That's that's one of the factors like the season that seasons within triggers and stuff. But um, yeah, do, do you, actually, next- I was thinking about it. Like, what would substances say about the lung like let's say uh if someone has smoke induced smoke induced uh asthma for example um what would you categorize that is that just a general lung weakness or we talking uh, what do you think what do you think i would probably say lung heat and dryness uh, because you know smoke is is well produced by fire Oh. oh yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Good wow. wow amazing um, and you know Came obviously fire it causes heat and heat causes dryness um so i would probably be looking more at that like lung heat lung dryness type aspects um and yeah just to follow on sort of yeah. what you were saying there be is you'd obviously look at sort of where it comes from and what causes it and then i would 
go on to symptomology next. Um, whether it's sort of that like a dry, dry type asthma, um, or whether they're coughing anything up, or uh, yeah, whether it's that deep breaths or not being able to hold a breath. Um, yeah, I would sort of start to look at like the symptomology of it all, and then start to sort of delve into the other other symptoms that can come across and be related to the lungs. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a good point between, um, I think what you're trying to like talk about is like whether it's like excess and stuff like that, so pathogens from the outside coming in, or if it comes internally where it's like like lung stuff is so affected, lung yin, lung chi and stuff is so like deeply within like damaged or like uh, they don't have that sort of harmony going on that it comes out and that's where you get a lot of your like asthma attacks when it's like, I don't know what caused it, this just all of a sudden happened and compared to like someone who exactly has that smoke coming from the outside i think there's that that combination that we have to look at as well when it comes to that sort of stuff yeah and obviously like everybody's um complex and can have lots of things going on at once you know they may be constitutionally weak and have a wheeze already and then you know we get a couple of days like we had um just last month or the month before where it was quite hazy and quite hard to breathe. And, you know, that can trigger an asthma attack. Um, and then so you've got that combination of deficiency and excess happening at the same time. Um, obviously, our first point of call, would, if it's a severe asthma attack, you know, straight to the emergency, you're straight on the asthma puffer. But then, as Chinese medicine practitioners, um, you know, what can we do to combat that? You know, what can we do to make sure this doesn't happen again? Is yeah, because we've we've always been taught in um in class, you know, all those years ago, <laughs> um that yeah we can't actually treat in the actual active stage, but it's more is it the remission stage? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I'm you know you yeah, yeah. like personally, I wouldn't treat in like I'm not gonna try and pull out herbs in the emergency stage of any aspect. Um, yeah, no, no, I completely agree. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. If if someone was having a full out uh, um, asthma attack, I'd definitely bust out a Ventolin. If anything, it, it'd be, it'd be pretty. Uh, I don't, I don't want to undermine it, but it it would be not really responsible if you didn't have some sort of protocol already. Yeah, put it's into place. like you know you can you know, bust out the Ventolin and stuff like that, and then you can start to use acupressure. You know that's that's sort of yes, not a bad yes. you know protocol as long as then they're going off to get that help and. You know, you're taking the the right steps to make sure this person survives, because asthma yeah. is you know, qu- you know, quite a quite a serious condition. Um, it's the same thing if like somebody was having a heart attack, you wouldn't, you know, get out some needles and try and get out some needles and start treating. Yeah, you know, give it an <laughs> acupuncture session. Oh, just just lie down. It's all right. We're just gonna you know <laughs> control your breathing. Yeah, you'd, you'd yeah, be straight up to the emergency. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just that's just the logical step to do, you know, to take. Yeah. And that's the same thing as asthma and Chinese medicine. Yeah. As, as Chinese medicine doctors, I think we just kind of just do what, what we can. So like if they're, if we're waiting for an ambulance, there's no, there's no harm in trying some acupressure. Like for example, I know for one that comes off the top of my head is, um, is, is patients that possibly might be undergoing a stroke. 
and there's that there's there's that little thing that you can do where you can bloodlet on the tips of the fingers to allow like to reduce i guess the i guess the theory of it is that you reduce the blood pressure on the head by bloodletting the tips of the fingers and that's that's like a protocol that you would do if you've got the time and whilst whilst you're waiting for the ambulance to uh you know to reduce the damage from the actual stroke itself uh so and the same thing as asthma actually is there any tidbits for like acupressure with asthma i can't really think of any personally that's that's a good topic that i think we should cover like some acupuncture points or like acupressure points that you would use to treat someone who comes in with asthma of any kind or any sort sort of thing no i'm just trying to think of any if there there is any like I, i don't know like any protocols or anything like that i don't know anything off the top of my head but again i would sort of just treat what i see um you know so yeah going back to tom's question you know how would we treat that like what are your what are your first sort of thoughts you know somebody comes in with asthma you're sort of running through diagnosis and you're talking through their um you know their intake uh so, mm-hmm. so what are your sort of first thoughts rushing through your mind for treatments and stuff like that do you have any go-tos uh, uh, th- oh no go ahead no no go ahead go ahead nah, no 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 you, no, no, you no, no. Were, all you, you nah, Tim, Tim, Tim. all you do <laughs> uh i think for me i think cv22 is like a big point when it comes for like addressing all sorts of asthma um whether it be like excess or deficient um also ding chuan literally the specifically asthma point yeah yeah i think that's would be my main ones and like stuff like tonifying lung sort of points so like bladder 13 um lung six maybe oh yeah lung six that's a that's a good point the c cleft c cleft point for the lungs yeah it it wouldn't be my it's important it wouldn't be my first point of call but i mean that's a that's a good point to throw in there um, that's mm. yeah. It's interesting to you know throw in those C cleft points. Um, they're not they're not normally the first points that we go to, but yeah, good, good, good point to use. Because uh, I would uh, I would firstly go for um, like a lung seven or a lung nine. Um, yeah, and then there if there's a lot of like heat and stuff, especially in the upper jaw, I you know, probably a lung five, go for the Hersey points, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, so if if there's like some of that kidney deficiency or some of that spleen deficiency, you could go like kidney three, spleen three, the bladder back shoe point, uh, the black, the back shoe points. Um, <laughs> bladder back shoe points. Yeah, I, that's where I was going. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so some of those back shoe points. Um what about are we talking about a general? Are we talking about general uh, treatment, or are we talking more? We always talk about general. Someone general uh, treatment. Okay, we can't get in trouble. If you it's could general. be like <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Because I was thinking that uh, the scenario was someone's like oh, having an asthma attack, and they're just like oh, no, no, no. rolling just up into your clinic. Somebody comes into your yeah. clinic and says they suffer from asthma, and right, yes. yep, 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 yeah. yeah. No, you basically hit most of the most of the heads, the head of the nail. Yeah, that, nailed that saying. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting people with nails. What are you yeah. doing, B? <laughs> I don't know, man. That's that. Isn't that what we're doing as acupuncturists? You know. Oh In yeah, it's true. That's true. It's good. good. Good analogy. Mm-hmm. We're basic. We're all basically tradies. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we can. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sure. Uh, what What sort of points would you do? Let's say, 
if this patient came in with this sort of condition and you'd be like, oh, this is common asthma, but I would only do this for you because you came in with these sort of symptom points, if that makes sense. That was very vague and ambiguous. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know how I even begin to answer that. For example, and then you said that I would treat you for this very unspecific Uh, condition. What would you do? Okay. (laughs) I wanted to like open, like I'll give you like free reign for however you wanted to interpret the question. Right, Let okay, me give well, you an example then, Nicholas. Oh, wait. Hold, oh, okay. Uh, I was going to narrow down the question, but no, go ahead. I want to see how you're going to turn this around. That's what I want to <laughs> yeah. do. No, I was just going to be like, all right, let's say that um, I experienced tightness in the chest more predominantly than other people who have asthma. It's like, ah, oh, great. That's a symptom that you're experiencing specific <laughs> to you more particularly. Let me do like a point like CV17 or PC6, for example. Oh, so you're talking about like accompanying symptoms for the asthma. Is this what your Yeah, or is? like or stuff that you would see that would be like, oh, this is like a kidney kidney yin deficiency that you were talking about. I would use this point. Do you know what I mean? It, it depends on how you wanted to interpret. Oh, I was kind question. of making a little bit more sense now. I, I think I understand what you're trying to get at. Yeah, so it's <laughs> it's like different uh differential diagnosis in terms of symptoms for asthma. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> This is a fantastic question. Um, uh, can I can I try and narrow it down? Can I try and narrow it down? Okay. Well, I think that what I think what might be a, a good lead off question from that possibly could be, and this is definitely not what Tim's asking. But um, is there any points for asthma specifically that you would kind of like use as a uh, like depending on whatever symptom that whatever syndrome that you've deduced, you'll use on all asthma patients. I think that is legit the opposite of what he's asking. <laughs> that is literally the opposite. I know, the opposite I know. But of what like, I, was I don't know. To I still say. don't know what Tim was trying to ask. I think, so I, I try to Tom kind of go along say, with it. So you have your general asthma stuff, but then what else can accompany the asthma? So what other symptoms are you sort of looking for, and what else can you treat? Is this is this what you're trying to say, Tom? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Very very. So good. if very you're looking good. for the like the the dryness. Uh, for the like the yin deficiency, you're sort of looking for the dryness, uh, maybe worse in the mornings, stuff like that. Um, you could also have some spleen aspect in there, so you, I would be looking at like the digestive tract, um, the energy levels of the person, these sort of things. Is this sort of what you're looking at? So we're we're mm-hmm. not just looking at the lungs yep. anymore. We're doing the Chinese medicine thing, and we're looking at the body holistically. We're seeing how it sort of works together as a whole. Uh, so what points would you do in that case if they had sort of more coughing in the morning, they were feeling more tired and stuff like that? What what points would you add to your treatment for asthma? I'd be looking at the lower kidney points, some somewhere near kidney 3 or kidney 6, um, and match that with the lung 7 or 9. Um, and then if it, we're looking at spleen, I'd be going probably spleen 3 or 4, that's probably where I would go. What about you, P? For me? Uh, mm-hmm. Probably about the same, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, was only, I was only half paying attention because I'm trying to figure out uh, but, some things on my, yeah, on my notes. But, but yeah, yeah, still any of those, any of those tonifying points, um, you know, like again, all the back shoe points that you can do. Yeah, I think I think as a general shape for the treatment, what I do is just 
basically stick just to tonifying more so. Um, unless unless someone is like a chronic smoker or the, there is a, a, a clear sign of excess, then it'd be toning that down and then boosting the lung elsewhere. If that makes sense? Yeah, you, um, uh, but you've got to take it back yeah. to lifestyle. You know, everything everything that we sort of do, you know, we we got to talk about lifestyle and how that sort of fits in with the overall patient. Um, we sort of didn't get yes. time to talk about herbs today because co- Tom's question... Um, question Took that wasn't a question. Completely minutes, just like yeah, <laughs> bamboozled us. <laughs> uh, essentially job, bamboozled us. Yeah. Well, I, I did want to, just before we wrap it up, uh, you, were, you, you were speaking about lifestyle and I think that was probably a good segue to go into action plans. Now, action plans are usually, uh, they're a two-page two sheet of paper that um, uh, Asthma Australia does actually recommend you have if you are an asthma sufferer. And it has some information about um, your asthma, the asthma severity of what level it's at and the medications that are available, along with protocols to take. So if you if you are listening and you do suffer from asthma, it'd be a good idea to check um, check that out on that website, um, Asthma Australia. I, I don't really know the .com.au, whatever it is, but if you Google it, I'm sure it'll come up. Yeah, that, that's um, a very good point there, B. Um, yeah, make sure you have an asthma uh, action plan. And the other thing I'd like to throw in there is make sure you have a spacer between your Ventolin and your mouth. Um, there's Super low key, yeah. Yeah, the, you can't, like it's hard to explain through words how much those are important because majority of the particles that come from the Ventolin get stuck to your mouth and get stuck to your throat. They don't get into your lungs. So having that, uh, having the spacer between the Ventolin and your mouth allows those particles to circulate and when you're taking those breaths in it's it's allowing all that medicine to get deep into your lungs to open up your airways um, so yeah because yeah, a lot I of can't. it is lost when you're when you're spraying with just a ventolin pump it does get lost in I think like, it is know, about 90 percent of the ventolin is lost yeah. in your mouth and doesn't actually make it down to your lungs so i mean yeah it's a no-brainer get a spacer yeah. a spacer and an, right. and an action plan Oh, you heard the man. Get a spacer. And as always, uh, thank you for listening to Forever Young Podcast. I'm going to wrap it up here because I think we're just about time. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Facebook uh, and follow our page. Uh, join our discussion page and uh, and also follow us on Instagram individually. It's all in the description. And yeah. Yeah. And we've been the Forever Young Podcast and we'll hear from you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.